Hey everybody, I'm Pastor Jeff Dawes, lead pastor here at Stockbridge Community Church. And I just want to say thank you for listening to our podcast today. I hope this message inspires you and encourages you. Enjoy today's message. As we've already began talking today, we're, we're beginning a new series today called Winning the War in Our Minds. And so we understand, we have a whole new perspective of war now that we've been watching the news. It's all that's consuming the news now is Ukraine and what's going on there, the evil that is happening. And we understand that this, this war is a battlefield and we see the results of that. But I want to tell you there's another war that's going on. There's a war that's been going on a long time and it's, and it's happening on a battlefield that maybe you've not become aware of. And maybe, you know, there's not gotten a lot of news coverage about this war that's been happening. And that war is happening in your mind. You know, where spiritual warfare, where it happens at is right here. Amen, everybody. You know, I don't know about you, but when I was a, when I was a kid and I was uh, uh, in, uh, you know, like middle school, all of a sudden I remember going and seeing the movie Exorcist. Okay, did anybody make that mistake beside me? Anybody? All right, yeah. And the little girl's head spun around about six times or whatever. I remember I was sleeping for six weeks or something like that. I was, when I was thinking of spiritual warfare, that's what I was thinking was that. You know, but, but that's not spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare happens right here, right in the mind. And you know, the thing about war does is that war, when there is war, there is no peace. Right now in Ukraine, we would say there is no peace there. And matter of fact, even in America, there's no peace because this war is going on and we're all wondering where it's going to go. Amen? Amen. And so, so when there's war, there's no peace. And the Bible says this, that God deals with this. The, the Word of God is all about helping us fight a battle that we can win and teaching us how to win, but many of us are losing. And so through this series, I want to share with you, we're going to call it uh, Winning the War in Your Mind, and it's going to be the series, but I want to use that as a title today. And look what the Bible says in 2 Corinthians. It says this, four, 10 and 4. The weapons we fight with are not weapons of what, everybody? The world. So listen, you know, a bomb will not do this. On the contrary, we have divine what? Power to demolish what? Strongholds. We're going to stop right there. This word that's used here, divine power, is the word in the, uh, in the Greek is called uh, dunamis, which means a like dynamite kind of power. It's like, matter of fact, that's where we get our word dynamite from, that same word. It's explosive. It's It's powerful. And so the power that we have, we're not aware of. I mean, we sort of forgotten, but through Jesus Christ, we have a dynamite kind of power. Amen, everybody. Amen. And he said, it's a pull down strongholds. Now that word strongholds is not a word that we use daily, but it is a word that's very important because a stronghold 
Especially in the ancient times, you would be aware of that because they would have the city walled up, but inside the city, many times, they would have another fortified uh, walls around that would, could be up to 20 feet thick or so and would be insurmountable by the enemies in order that the kings and so forth could hide behind that stronghold in a time of battle that the enemy could not get to them. And the problem is this, is that in our world today, because we're fighting a battle that we really don't realize we fight. See, you think, you think I'm your problem and I think that you're my problem. See, you, you think your husband's your problem and, and your, your wife thinks that the husband's a problem and we think the children's a problem and, and the children think the parents a problem. We think our employer's a problem. You know, we think our government's a problem. No, no, we have an enemy called the devil that is the problem. See, and, and as long as we keep blaming everybody else for what he's doing, then we're going to miss the target. We're going to shoot the wrong enemy, the wrong person or not the enemy. And so, so what the devil does is he tries to build strongholds right here in our mind, right here. And the way that he, he builds a stronghold, now a stronghold is designed to hold you in, his stronghold. He doesn't want you to get free from your way of thinking because once you begin to think differently, it changes everything. And so what he does is one thought at a time, one thought at a time, he begins to put these negative thoughts in our mind until we have a stronghold, a wall around our mind that our thinking can only be negative. And those negative thoughts makes us feel bad. And we're always struggling. And so it's this war that we have to talk about that I want to share with you. Matter of fact, the thoughts the devil will put in your mind is this, is that you will never succeed he will tell you that God doesn't hear your prayers. You're not good enough. The devil will tell you something like this, that your marriage is never going to be good. He will say things like this, is that, is that you will never make a difference with your life. And everything that your ex said about you is true. Amen, everybody. He will say all those kinds of things to you, but he is a liar. He is the father of lies. And these, but these lies build strongholds in our minds. And so today we're going to learn how to break those. Look at the next verse, 2 Corinthians 10, 5. He says this, we demolish every argument and every pretension that sets itself up against what, everybody? You know what the knowledge of God is? What the Bible says, who we are, what we can do. Anything that goes against that is against the knowledge of God. And look at this. And we take what, everybody? Captive. Every what? Did you see that? That's the spiritual battle. We take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. And here's, a, here's what I want to tell you today. Is changing my thinking changes my life. Would you say that with me? Come on. Changing my thinking changes my life. Let's say it again. Changing my thinking changes my life. And so today we want to get a checkup from the neck up. Amen. It's once, if God can zone in right here and God can move right here, this is the spiritual battle right here. It's happening right here. And if you can get this free, then you're going to be free. And so that's the challenge of this series and what I want to share with you. So let's get started. Let's talk about how to win the war, how to win the war in my mind. The first thing I would tell you if we're going to win the war in our mind is this, is that we have to think about what we think about. We have to think about what we think about. You know, our lives are always moving in the direction of our, our, of our strongest thoughts. In other words, whatever you're thinking about determines how you're feeling right now, right? 
Some of you are going, man, this is going to be a great sermon. So you're like, wow, you're right up on your edge of your seat. And some of you go, oh, here we go. How much longer? See, your thoughts are going to determine what you receive. So I want you to get up on the edge of your seat because God wants to do some work right here. Amen. So see, God's word is proven to be true again. Matter of fact, uh, cognitive behavior psychology has proven God's word to be true because in those psychological studies, they found this to be true. They said that it shows that relational issues, eating disorders, addictions, and some forms of anxiety are all a direct result of toxic thinking. In other words, your life gets better when you start thinking better. It's that stinking thinking. Okay. There's a foul odor in the room. It's that stinking thinking. You see, look what the Bible says. God already called us out before a psychologist ever called out. In Proverbs 23 and 7, look what God says. As a, as he, for as a, he thinks in his heart, so is he. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. God's already said that. Is that you, your life will never be different than your thinking. It will never be different than your thinking. Matter of fact, the life, the life we have is a reflection of the thoughts that we think. Did you hear that? The life that we have right now is a reflection of the thoughts that we think. We th what we think determines who we become. Amen, everybody? If you constantly think, I can't, then you probably never will. But if you think with God's help, I can, then you probably will. Amen? It's a matter of our thinking. The life you have is a reflection of the thoughts that you think. So let's just stop for a moment. What are you thinking about? What are you thinking about? What are the thoughts that are taking you down? What are those constant thoughts that you, those negative thoughts that you have that are holding you back? You gotta think about what you think about. That's the battle here. It's not them. It's not them. It's right here. Think about what you think about. You see, when it comes to your, here's what I would like to tell you. What you say in your mind comes out in your life. And it is impossible to have a positive life and a negative thought life. It is impossible to have a positive life and have a negative thought life. Matter of fact, I would tell you this. You can't have a negative thought life and have a positive life. And you can't have negative thoughts about your marriage and expect a positive marriage. You cannot have negative thoughts about your parents and expect to have a positive family. You can have negative thoughts about your job and expect to have a great job. You can't, have a ne you can't have, keep having negative thoughts about school and expect to have, enjoy your uh, collegiate career. You just can't. If you're constantly thinking negative about everything, guess what is going to be negative? And we have to take captive those thoughts, amen? We gotta become responsible for what we think. This is the, we've, allowed, we've opened our mind up to the devil to put all these, these barriers in our mind and build this wall around our mind and therefore we become hostage in our own mind. And it's destroying our lives. It's destroying our lives. So I would ask you today, think about what you think about. So here's a question. Are you excited about what you're thinking about right now? Are you excited about the direction your thought life has taken you? Remember, we said this, changing my thinking changes my life. Let's say it. You ready? Come on. Changing my thinking changes my life. That's the spiritual battle. That's what the Bible is all about. 
which takes me to the next one. How to win the war in my mind is this, or in your mind is this, is renew your mind. Renew it. Oh, get rid of the sewage out of there. Amen? Somebody's got to throw some chlorine in that baby. Right? I just think of old nasty pool. You ever seen old nasty green pool like that, you know? Yeah, you got to put some chemicals in there and get it cleaned out. And we got to renew our minds. Look what the Bible says. Again, do not conform any longer to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the what, everybody? In other words, you're not going to go any higher than your thoughts. It all starts right here. You say, oh, if I just had a new honey and he had some money, I'd be great. No, 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 no. No, 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 right here, right here. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So here's the question, what negative thoughts, what are the negative thoughts that got you down? This is very important to identify because what we've discovered, psychologists have discovered is that there's these neurochemicals that begin, transmitters, that, the chemicals that begin to create pathways in your brain. And, and I want to let you in on something today that's so exciting. Oh, it's so exciting. Is that there is this uh, chemical that your brain releases when you have some positive thoughts. It's called dopamine. It's perfectly legal. <laughs> this is a drug that is so legal and it is so, it will give you a buzz. Woo! It will do something this can't do. Matter of fact, people are doing this, trying to get that drug. The reason that people do all the crazy things that they do and, and do is because they're trying to get the dopamine. That's what, that's what those drugs try to produce is dopamine. And you see, so God has given you dopamine. So dopamine is like this. When you, when you post something on social media and somebody likes that, all of a sudden it's dopamine, baby. Dopamine. Woo, that feels good. They like that. Oh, you know it. When, when someone says, girl, your hair sure look good, girl. Look at that. It looks good. That hair looks good. You go, woo, that's dopamine. <laughs> dopamine inside of me. When I look down at my phone, I get a text message from Rhonda, and it says, thinking about you, come home soon. Woo, dopamine! <laughs> dopamine. All right, somebody. You get that buzz. God gave it to you. God gave it to you. That dopamine. We're addicted to dopamine. And it's good. And so that's what positive thoughts begin to do. It begins to create that inside of you. And here's what I want to tell you. The more you think about what you think about, it becomes what I would say, uh, it becomes a default thought. The more you think a thought, the more it becomes a default thought. And many times in our lives, even through, sometimes even through our, our family tree, we have developed these default thoughts that are negative. Would you agree with that? Sometimes these default thoughts begin to happen. And here's an example of that. Is that when you're driving, how many of you have ever driven home and don't even know how you got home? You don't remember going through the street lights or anything? You know what I'm talking about? He's like, you're just driving. All of a sudden, you get home. You can't remember, okay, did I pass this? Did I go past that? 
Man, it's like I was teleported here, you know? Have those experience because it's like, you know what? You just did it. You just went to the default. You didn't even think about it. And many times this is a spiritual battle that's happening in our lives is that we don't even think because we go back to the default thought. And if it's negative, it can it be destructive. It's like a worn path. You know, like your brain begins to create these pathways, uh, uh, these chemicals that create pathways like a walking path. See that picture right there? That great lawn right there, but it has a walking path right through it. Why? Because people travel the same path over and over again. And that's exactly what will happen in your yard. You know, you can go out in your yard, you can have this nice yard, but if you go out there uh, uh, for 100 days and you walk the same path, that's exactly the way it's going to look. And you know what happens in our family tree? Is that when we keep walking that same path, all of a sudden all those around us start getting on that path as well. And before you know it, we have a family curse on our hands. It's a negative spirit. Amen? Some people say, well, I got, a, I, got a, I got a curse on my family. No, you don't have a curse on your family. You got a negative thought that's going on. Amen? A negative way of thinking. And so change your thinking, change your life. And so I'd like to share this with you. Romans 12 and 2, look what he says. He said, don't be conformed any longer to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So what he's saying is create a new path. That's what we got to do is we got to create a new path because this old pattern, this old path is killing us and it's keeping the joy right out of our lives. So here's what it looks like. Maybe... Maybe you used to, when you come home from school, if things have not gone your way, you walk into the door and as soon as you see something, you go off. You yell. Why didn't you do this? Why are you doing this? Blah, 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 blah. Like a machine gun. You shot everybody in the house. Maybe a new path would look like this. See, that old path says when somebody does something that you don't like, you start yelling. That's the old path. And let me ask you, How's that working for you? So why don't you just start when you walk and say, okay, well, I'm going to count before I say anything. And so if it's bad, you know, if, if you walk and you say, okay, I'm going to count to 10, you count to 10. Now, some of you are going to be counting to 100. <laughs> some of you are 1,000, right? Because it's a new path. Instead of, instead of maybe... See, the old path says when, when I'm feeling lonely, depressed, I'll just go to the, the freezer and grab the ice cream. That's the old path. But the new path says, you know what? I'll get up and when I start toward the freezer, I'll go out the door and I'll just go take a walk. See, that's a new path. And guess what the new path does? It says I exercise and I, guess what? When I exercise, dopamine, baby, dopamine. I'm feeling good. That's right, I got that dope. Some of you, see, when you get bored, matter of fact, some of you got your phone out right now. When you get bored, you just take your phone, you just start scrolling all your friends. And see, then you start hating them, right? Because everything they post looks so much better than what your life is. And so you start hating all your friends. And then you start feeling like a loser and lonely. And all the negative, see, everything else, the devil really sets in and says, see, your life isn't worth living at all. See, you're a loser. Everybody else has got there. Everybody else is doing so much better. And listen, I wish you would, dear God, I wish you would understand that people only post their best moment, not their best life, right? 
shoot, you don't know. After they took that picture, they just went out and had the biggest argument you ever seen. Matter of fact, they, they said, well, I just filed for a divorce, but I took this picture beforehand. You see what I'm talking about? And so you're scrolling. So, what, so instead, of, instead of sitting there feeling sorry for yourself, trying to fill time with, with what everybody else is doing, why don't you just take your, uh, take your phone and open up a Bible app like YouVersion Bible app and feed yourself some good stuff, amen? And it's amazing when you begin to feed God's word into your life and it begins to get into your heart and your spirit. It changes everything. Everything. Amen, everybody? Amen. See, I just gave you this. We, you have this card. Would you just pull out your card, the I am a Christian card? What is this all about? It's about you. Look what happens. It says, I am a Christian who connects with God daily through prayer. Why don't we pray? Because when we connect with God, guess what it does? Dopamine. Makes me feel, I feel good when I pray. Amen, everybody? I mean, it, it does something inside of me. And look, look what happens. The next one grows by reading the Bible and gathering with God's people. What happens when you read the Bible is you put good thoughts in your mind. You do spiritual warfare. It's tearing down the stronghold. Whatever the lie the devil told you, God's word combats it. And guess what? It's dopamine, baby. And then you've come here today. Look at you. You're already feeling better. Some of you, you had an argument on the way to church, but right now you're starting to feel better about it. You know, you're thinking about, oh, I'm going to tell them when I get in the car how sorry I am because I shouldn't have said that. Right now, it's already going through your mind right now. Somebody's saying, I hope to God they're getting this. <laughs> Look, serves in my church. Why, 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 would, why, why would I want to do that? Because, baby, when you do good, it feels good. It's dopamine. It, you, when you, it's natural. God gave it to you. But if you sit on your hands and you do nothing, you get nothing. But it's when you take that step, see, that's when we serve in our church. And yesterday, all of us serving, that 100 people, they walked out, they left yesterday going, woo! Dopamine. God's high. God is dope. I read that on a T-shirt. I didn't know what it meant. I read it on a T-shirt. God is dope. But I think I'm starting to realize what it means. Maybe not what they think, but I think he's dope. He's dopamine. Amen. And then look, shares my faith and resources generously. Oh, yesterday, yesterday, down when we did the prayer on the square, Rhonda was a nervous wreck. Because see, she's such an introvert, you know. She said, Jeff, I'll hold the sign. And she was even nervous about that. Matter of fact, I'd go towards somebody, she'd go the other way. She's like, I, I can't take this rejection. I said, that's all right, I'm used to it. <laughs> But when we got to pray with those people and share our faith, you know, that's what prayer was, was sharing our faith. We walked away with dopamine. We were so high, man. We were, we was high as a kite. See, I'm trying to tell you something. See, you're trying to do all the illegal stuff to get what I get for free. You do bad to try to get feel good. I do good to feel good. Amen. And so that's what God wants for you. And when we give, like the many of you given today to, to missions to Ukraine, it's a sacrifice, I know. But once you do it, there's something inside of you know that you're doing right. It brings dopamine because you know God's going to take care of you. And see, we said we exist to give people an opportunity for a better life. Would you turn that card right over? Turn that over. Look, 
why, why would we do this? Why would we ask you to invite one person to church, one person to group, uh, a growth track, one person to serve, one person to group? Why? Because this gives them the opportunity for a better life. This is the fourth thing that we've identified that help people more than anything else. And as a church, this is what we can do. And that's why we ask you to do it. Because we think that everybody else ought to learn that God is dope. Amen? That everything they're looking for, all the good things they're looking for is encompassing God. And so it starts right here. We got to change the way we think so we can change our lives. Changing my thinking changes my life. Changing my thinking changes my life. Changing my thinking changes my life. Oh, it changes my life. And so, you know, this coming Friday, we're having a, a date night. We call it a date with Pastor Benny Tate. He's coming to teach us about marriage. Why would, why would we do that? Because, see, some of you can't get better until you know better. And, and me too, me too. I can't get better until I know better. So I'm coming this week to learn that I'm going to have a new thought that I'm sure that he's going to share, the Holy Spirit's going to give me, and Rhonda and I are going to go up even more. So that's why I want you to come. So if you haven't signed up for the couple's night, the date night, you sign right now on your connection card. Just sign up. Check the box. Just check the box. Come on out here because you can't do better or be better till you know better. So you got to change the way you think. Amen, everybody? Yeah. Just turn to your neighbor and say, this is better than I thought it was going to be. Just go ahead and tell them right now, this is better. Better than I thought it was going to be. All right, I got two challenges for you. <clears throat> two challenges for you. The first one is this. Remember, let's say, our, let's say that thought again. You ready? Changing my thinking changes my life. Let's say it. You ready? Changing my thinking changes my life. One more time. Changing my thinking changes my life. It's a spiritual battle. It's a spiritual battle. So I got two challenges for you, and here they are. First one it is, is define your biggest stronghold. What is the thought that you keep thinking that keeps putting you down? Define it. Why do, I need you? Why do I want you to define it? Because you cannot defeat what you cannot define. See, you, you'll keep blaming them. You'll say, they're my problem. If they would straighten up. No, no, no. It's not they. It's in here. And the devil, you don't even realize, had built a wall in your mind that's keeping you held down. Look what he says in 2 Corinthians 10, 5 again. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And look at this. We take what, everybody? We take captive. We get, no, no, no. We ain't letting that thought go in our mind. Heck no. Uh-uh. We take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. The second thing I would tell you the challenge is, is name a name of truth that demolishes that stronghold. Name a truth that demolishes that stronghold. You may have not ever paid attention to this, but Jesus said this. In John 8, 31 and 32, Jesus said, if you continue in my word, notice that, continue in my word, right? Continue in my word, continue in my word. If you don't continue in Jesus' word or God's word, the Bible, then you'll continue in somebody else's word, the devil's word. You won't even, you won't even, you realize it slowly, they'll slowly get in. See, when you take God's word in, it pushes other words out. How about that, everybody? You can't, God's word makes you better. You say, well, I, I don't get nothing out of it. I read, oh, yes, you are. You're getting something in you. It's not what you're getting out of. It's what's getting in you that matters. And so, so Jesus said, if you continue my word, you're my disciples indeed, and you will know the truth, and the truth will do what? What will the truth do? 
You see, you've got a lie going on right here, and you believe in a lie, and you can never get better as long as you've got that lie going on, you believe in it. But you get in God's Word, and God's Word gets inside of you, and all of a sudden you start seeing the truth of Jesus Christ, and it changes everything. And the devil hates it when you get into God's Word. Why? Because he knows the walls will come down, and you'll be free. He knows that, that you're going to do it. You see, if he can get you to believe a lie long enough, that's all he got to do is get you to believe a lie. He didn't have to do anything to you. You will do it to yourself if he can get you to believe a lie. Harry Houdini was an escape artist. This is his picture in the early 1900s. He, man, he would go and do these, like they would put him in straight jackets and he would get out. He would do all kinds of things. And in order to get people to come to his show, he'd go to every local town. And when he'd go in, he'd say, hey, I'm going to go into your jail and I'm going to break out of your jail. So they would, sure enough, he'd go in every jail. They'd lock him up. And no matter how sophisticated he was, within minutes, he was out of the jail. We went to this one town and they went in there. They put him behind the bar, and he said, I'm going to break out. And so the whole town was there to see him to break out of the jail. The jailer locked him in, turned the key, and uh, locked him in and said, all right, you are locked in, sir. Let's see how long it takes you. And Mr. Houdini went in, and he started doing all he could to the lock. And every time he kept trying to unlock the lock, he couldn't do it. And finally gave up. The first time he'd ever been locked in, he couldn't get out. And you know why he was locked in and couldn't get out? Because he believed the lie. Because the guy that said when he locked the gate, he locked the cell, he didn't lock the cell. He just didn't do it. He didn't lock it. And so every time Houdini was locking himself in, every time he was trying to unlock, he's locking himself in because he believed the lie. When you believe a lie, when you believe a lie, when you believe a lie, you are locking yourself right in. And the devil knows if he can get you to believe a lie, he don't have to do anything because you're locking yourself in. You'll be held down. You will not have the freedom. And the feelings that you desire, that feeling good, you will always feel bad because you're locking yourself in. But he who the Son of Man sets free is free indeed. Amen. When you continue in God's Word, you're free. You're free. You're free. You're free. Changing my thinking changes my life. Okay, I want to be real with you. Hope you can handle this. But every one of us today, every one of us have thoughts that hold us back. I have one I'm going to share with you. I've struggled with it a long time. And again, it's warfare. It doesn't go away. You have to keep uh, taking it captive. And the thought that I've struggled with my whole life is, I'm not enough. I'm not enough. I've struggled that in my marriage that I'm not enough. I'm not a good enough husband. With a being a parent, being a father, I've struggled that I'm not enough. I've struggled as being your pastor that I'm not enough. As being a leader, I'm not enough. And you couldn't see it, but before I walked out behind this wall right here, the last thought that went through my mind is the, the, mind tell, the devil would tell me is that this sermon that I'm sharing with you today, this talk, is not enough, it's not good enough. It's not gonna help anybody. 
And what you don't know is this, and every pastor that's in this room or is watching right now can tell you that when I, when I walk out of here today, when I've said goodbye to everybody and I'm, we're the last ones out of the building, I'll go get in my vehicle. And as soon as I sit down in that vehicle, all the thoughts will go, well, that, you could have done that better. That wasn't enough. The war is waging. And if I listen to that, if I listen to that long enough, I will quit. I will throw in the towel because I'm not enough. But I've had to find a truth that helps me. In Romans 8 and 37, it's my verse. It says, I am more than a conqueror through him, through Jesus Christ. I am more than a conqueror through him. I can't do it on my own. Yes, I'm not enough on my own, but Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit of God makes up what I cannot do. And right now, he's working in every life and everybody that's watching. He's moving right now and doing what I can't do. He's more than enough. That's my truth. I can't do it, but he can, and he's working right now. He's doing it. He's moving in you and you and you and you and you. He's doing it right now. And, yes, I will feel it. He will tell me I wasn't enough. And I will say, you're right. I'm not enough. But Jesus Christ is more than enough. I am more than a conqueror through him who loved me. Every day, that's my battle. Every moment, that's, it's God, it's not me. And right here, if I can win the war here, then I can win it out here. Changing my life, changing my thinking changes my life. So I thought I would arm you today. There's the next step. It says this, I will repeat a Bible verse to demolish my stronghold. Why don't you commit to that? Why don't you find you a verse first? and commit to that. I want to arm you today. So inside of your program, I just put these thoughts down. Feeling overwhelmed? Here's the verse. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen? Amen. Feeling unattractive? Here it is. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Amen? Amen? This is God's handiwork. Did you hear that? Tell me you need to get up in the morning and say, you know what, this is God's handiwork. That's right. Oh, I might not look like the person on the magazine, but this is God's handiwork. Amen? Walk out the door with a confidence. Feeling down today? Nehemiah says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Feeling alone today? Hebrews 13 and and 5 says that he will never leave you nor forsake you. He'll be with you all the way to the end. Amen. So you've got to find the truth in God's word to combat the lie the devil is telling you. So I ask you, what lie is he telling you? It's called a stronghold. And you can't break it on your own. It's spiritual right here. You need the Holy Spirit of God to do what you cannot do. Changing my thing. How do I change it? I get in God's word. If you continue in my word, you'll be my disciples indeed, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. It'll tear down every demonic force. It'll break down every stronghold in your mind. It will cleanse you. It will make you well. It will tell you that you can when the devil says you can't. It'll tell when everybody else says you'll be no good and you're good for nothing. He says, oh, yes, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You're the child of God. You're greater than what they say you are. You're a mighty warrior. You're a mighty man and woman of God. That's who you are. You get up 
out right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. You declare, I know who I am. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, everybody in your family is, is a drug addict, and you'll be nothing. They're all, you'll be nothing. You'll be just like them. No, 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 no. I'm a child of God. I'm made new and right. No, I will not be in bondage all my life. I'm a child of God. See, when you know, when, you, when you've got something to back up, when, when those thoughts are running in like a flood, you know, that's when you take them captive. Heck no! No, 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 God's Word says. Today, if you're not a Christ follower, that's your first step. Because, see, if, if you don't have Jesus in your life, you're on your, you're on your own. And you can't win that battle, friend. But today you do not know Jesus Christ as your Savior, right now, all of you watching, all of you in this room right now, you just say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my life. Forgive me of my sins, oh God, because I've been bad, Lord. I have been. I admit it. Forgive me. Come into my life, oh God. Give me the strength to do what only you can do. In Jesus' name. Amen, everybody. Let's give God a hand for all those that just received Christ. If you did that today, whether you're watching or you're in the room, on your connection card, I want you to check that box before you leave. Said, I pray the prayer to become a Christ follower so that we can pray for you and send you something. Now, let's get to spiritual business. You, like me, have thoughts in your mind, a stronghold. I don't need to know what they are, but God knows and you know. And today's the day to try to take a step to say, I'm going to fight that. I'm going to pull it down. I'm going to take it captive. And so we're going to begin to sing. And as we begin to sing this song, I want to challenge you today that something's got to break and you let it break. And you take a step out of your seat. You bring it down to the altar and you say, God, today, I'm giving you this stronghold today. I will not be a prisoner anymore. In Jesus' name, amen. Hi, this is Pastor Jeff again. I just want to say I hope you enjoyed today's message. If you would like to support God's work through Stockbridge Community Church, simply go to our website at secview.net. Again, that's secview.net. And click the Give tab. We want to thank you again for being with us today. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.